Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Now, one of the musicians who really played up a storm for Cork for the last few months is Fiona Kennedy. So I was really thrilled for her this week to see she'd released a new single and video and I needed no further excuse to call her for a catch up. Hi, how are you? <laughs> Do you know what? Isn't it gas? How once things got going, everything kind of kicked off into high dough. It's hilarious. Like I know. Yeah. One minute we were doing nothing and then we're up the walls again. Even during the whole lockdown, you were really tearing busy. You did a load of gigs, didn't you, from home? I did. I did loads of live streams, really, Emily. I raised a lot of money for penny dinners. Thank God. It was great through my Saturday nightly live streams and through the quarantine sessions. I did stuff for the Barras also, the Barras and Clannacity. I was part of their live streams also, and that was fantastic. I did a show then for the Lantern Project, based in Nanonagel Place, and I did a show for them as well. So again, it was raising money for, for good for good causes, like penny dinners and stuff like that. But it was great to be playing and great to be connecting with people. And it was something I really was nervous about. You know, at the beginning, I didn't know what to expect. And God, it was fantastic. Loads of people tuned in. And sure, along with yourself, I was honoured. And it was, it was great. A lovely way to play your own music as well. I was able to do lots of original songs that, you know, I might not have been able to do in, in certain gigs. So it was great. It, it did give me a very good platform. So it, there was lots of benefits, really, financially for the, the charities and for myself in just experience and getting more music out there. You know, raising money for charities and everything like that, that was such a, a wonderful thing. And I think just the outpouring of generosity from the arts community was extraordinary for that. But I suppose bottom line, Fiona, that's not going to pay yeah. the mortgage and that's not going to pay the bills either. You know, so I think we all have to say hats off to the entire arts community for what they gave the country. And I know we are closely following stimulus packages and the National Campaign for the Arts as well. The question is, you know, doing so much of that is one thing and doing it for exposure or connecting with the wider audience is another but yeah it's not really sustainable though is it no no and that that's the question now facing all of us at the moment i mean my summer now was shaping up to be absolutely brilliant myself yeah. and the band we were booked for the kilkenny roots festival we had a nice <gasps> summer tour organized I was doing a gig in a stately home, you know, in the mm. Midlands. And I had loads of stuff that I was really excited about. All, of course, gone by the wayside. You know, I, I just don't know what's going to happen next. It's changing all the time. I'm hoping that we'll get to do some outdoor gigs maybe before the summer ends. 
Well, it's got a gig booked with Cronin, as you know, I play in Cronin's and Crosshaven, which is a lovely place for an outdoor gig. And I just don't know if it's going to go ahead or not, if they're actually going to be in a position to have music playing there at all. I know they are open, but not sure about the music. So everything really is up in the air. I think it's going to be up to ourselves to set up our own gigs. I think that's the way forward. And I suppose there's the the selling of albums and that sort of thing. Like I was definitely one of the people and I mean like and I'm working in radio but I was definitely one of the people who was really shocked reading that report from the singer Mary Coughlin earlier on in the week where she was saying like that she had 299 pages of a statement of the different plays of her music on Spotify from all over the world. So whatever year it was anyway, last year. And the statement of plays ran to 299 pages and it amounted to basically 30 euro in terms of earnings. And so like this is why I suppose we need to start maybe encouraging people to use websites like Bandcamp. Exactly. Particularly when we're buying albums and records and singles and whatever, particularly from our own local artists and our singer-songwriters, you know. People need to know how to do it. I mean, I sell my album and my past albums. I sell them from my website. And I think a lot of the time people forget about your website. They go to your Facebook page and all that kind of stuff. Yes. But you can sell your own albums from your website as well. And a lot of people really love getting the actual album into their hands. You know, loads of people play albums in their cars, all that kind of stuff. And it really does help the artist. I, I, I sell albums at at gigs all the time but now of course that's gone so hopefully you know people will start to, to get used to buying albums online you know Yes or, or even downloading them specifically from the website of the artist or like I said like Bandcamp yeah. for example like you're talking about getting albums in your hand and I was saying this as well to Cormac O'Queeve a couple of months ago I changed the car last year I had a car for God in 15 years whatever changed the car last year my new car doesn't have a CD player. So, oh, you know, th- right. those kind of things, which kind of <laughs> threw me afterwards when I was driving around from up. I suppose it's like the push that there is to encourage us into a cashless society, which I'm also against, and the kind of push to just downloading and streaming music, which benefits streaming platforms, but not necessarily singer-songwriters. Oh, definitely, yeah. It's it's a whole no, it's new scenario to kind of try and go through. And I suppose, you know, we have such yeah. a an emphasis now and a, and a willingness among people in Cork in particular, you know, to come into town, to sit on Princess Street, to go and sit outside the Crawford, to go and sit in galleries and sit in cafes and support our local. And it's the same now for music. If we want to do it, we just have to say, look, maybe we can't go to concerts, but we can spend 10 euro or 20 euro and download an album directly from the singer, directly from the songwriter, rather than just doing a monthly subscription. Of course, absolutely, the Spotify stuff. And also, you know, just on the note now of the outdoor, you know, everybody sitting out on Princess Street and all that, Mm. I think definitely they should consider paying musicians to play, you know, safely distanced away, like, because they're all afraid of this aerosol droplet going through the air and everything. I mean, if they placed musicians well away from the diners, you could have little concerts, little supper, you know, supper concerts, that kind of thing. I think a lot of that kind of thing needs to be thought about, particularly for the summer now in the last few weeks that we have left. The last you few know. weeks is right. You know, you could. That's a great idea. You know, if there are a number of outlets all serving together in outdoor areas that they would 
come together and pay yeah. an artist to sing and maybe have little speakers dotted along the street or something like that that could also facilitate there's lots of things that we need to do and think outside the box but isn't it amazing it's just amazing the kind of things that have happened in the first six months or whatever of this year I mean like reeling in the years for 2020 yeah. is going to be like science fiction <laughs> I don't know how they're going to fit it into one half an hour of a of a look I mean, I mean like you yourself your latest song that you've released I was watching it on YouTube and I want to talk to you about YouTube as a platform. But your latest yeah. song was prompted by the death of George Floyd. So you're doing a, it, you, you haven't written this specific one. Kind of classed as a protest song, Elmarie. And you know, <laughs> you know me, like I, I, I kind of, I like to cover loads of different genres of music, really. I've never kind of stuck myself in one specific genre. It's just 30 years now since I was involved in, in, in protest music. I think the last one was, I think I did something in um, in Fitzgerald Park for CND, the campaign for nuclear disarmament. Wow. And uh, Mark Cagney was the AMC. But this is a song that was sent to me, a demo of it was sent to me by Noel Casey, who's a great man for music and discovering new music. And he sent me this song and he said, look, I thought of you when I heard this. And oh my God, I was blown away by it. And I absolutely had to record it. So... I recorded it in the Maple Rooms with Cormac O'Connor and Cormac made a video as well. They're all low budget because none of us have any money at the moment. But yeah, it's got a really good reaction and uh, it's written by a man called Tom Prasada Rowe. And this guy has written some amazing protest songs. Like he, he loved my version of it as well and he messaged me and everything. And there is a chance that I might actually get to speak to him on a kind of a musician's platform in Los Angeles over the next couple of weeks on a kind of a, an independent radio station and his song in the States is gathering huge momentum as well because like as you've heard it it's, it's such a powerful song I know again another problem with online is that people may listen to the first line or two and say oh yeah that's nice and then they skip on but if people would just listen to the two and a half minutes of the song and it, it absolutely will grip you like just the simplicity of it and, and the power of it, it, it it's amazing because I've had messages from people who normally wouldn't be bothered listening to something all the way through and they've listened to this and they said, oh my God, quite a great song. So it was a privilege really to be sent the song in the first place and to be given the chance to, to record it. So I'm hoping that people will get behind it, trying to get radio play and thanks to you, Elmarie, and you know, people like you, that's the only way we're going to get songs like this out on the radio. I'm working hard now to try and get it out there, you know. And I've got lots of songs then coming up after this one, I've kind of... That was another thing about the lockdown. I wrote lots of music. Good woman. Yeah, I did a load of recording and stuff. And I've got stuff now ready to come out, you know, that I wasn't really expecting at all. There was a huge creative kind of flow that started among a lot of people, I think, during this lockdown. And one of my own songs now, a few of my own songs ready to come out over the next number of months, you know. So start away now with this one. It's called $20 Bill uh, because George... Floyd was was kind of arrested at the start because of a counterfeit twenty dollar bill, and the rest is history, as they say. You know, tragic history. So I'm glad you liked it. Tragic history, and when you think of the global movement that swept across the yeah, planet, absolutely was extraordinary at this time as well. 
I've seen the video on YouTube and you have a YouTube channel. And again, that's another platform. At least you are in control of what you're uploading there. But there's a great video of it. Obviously, limitations on travel. There you are down in Crosshaven. <laughs> Could you have I know. been more blessed with a location to do something like this? But I would encourage people to find you on YouTube and see your YouTube channel for all the other songs that you have. To follow you on I Facebook so they'll see what gigs that you have coming up or what you're doing online as well. And also to search out the website, you know, if people want to download that album or buy that album, The Beach, which we love on this programme. Thank you so much. What a perfect way to do it. Just do it directly and to do it directly for you as well as other Cork singer songwriters. Go directly rather than I'm not saying Spotify is. I know it's not the devil. It's not. It's not. Yeah, but It's not. But it's, it's certainly not giving our musicians the support they need now that there are no gigs it's important that we go directly to them, I think, now, because platforms like that just do not give the return that is needed or deserved at the moment. So um, and then again, at the same time, you're caught in a bind of like you really need to be on playlists on Spotify as well. (laughs) It's a vicious circle. I know you are. You are trying to work it all. It's a nightmare for somebody like me who just absolutely hates being on the computer like, oh God, 10 or 15 minutes now and I've had enough. But I mean, it's just, you have to you have to sit there and go through it all and try to come to grips with the whole thing. It is, God, like, it's, it's, it is difficult. But again, sure, look, there was difficulties like in, in years gone by when I was starting off, difficulties were different. So it's just another little hurdle now, being a keyboard warrior and trying to get stuff played on the radio, trying to also get behind the campaign to help musicians through this. Because I find one of my little sort of bugbears really is that a lot of the government aid is going to big arts organisations. And like it really, a lot of the time, it does not filter down to sort of musicians like me, people on the ground. You know, if you're not part of a massive organisation, a lot of the time you're, you're not going to get bursaries or that kind of stuff. So you just have to kind of, you know, keep on going, keep on playing, yeah. keep writing, keep getting it out there. And keep connecting with others. That is another argument that I know we need to tease out in the coming months because I know, for example, John Adams would be a very well-known independent artist and he would feel the same in terms of freelance artists, visual artists and that sort of thing. Also kind of outside the tent, if you like. There's a lot of people who are outside the tent and that's just the way it is. But it's just how we try and make the support for everyone equitable and accessible. Yeah, just to stop people going under, really. Exactly. It hasn't been teased out. You know, no one is looking for a thousand. It's yeah. just people like John, now, who's a wonderful artist, like, and, you know, it's all of these people who are individual, they're independent, as you say, they're freelance, and it's just to keep everybody above water to get through this for however long it takes, and then we will get back to normal and things will get on an even keel. But we don't want to lose a lot of the good people as we go through this, which could easily happen. Mm-hmm. To be resilient now at this time, that's what I would say like to all the independent musicians and artists out there. And, you know, one of the things that carries you through is always your smile and your positive outlook. I mean, like you are one of those people who shares positivity, <laughs> uh, you Aww, spread positivity and you try and communicate positivity and encourage everyone along. I mean, like that is one of the things I would also have noticed on scrolling Facebook or clicking on links and Twitter. You're always one of the people that's there giving a thumbs up or a boola boss or whatever and kind of positively encouraging everyone else around you as well. So, wow. Thanks, Henry. It's a great, know, though, isn't it? And you really appreciate it. Like, you do. That's why I 
appreciate your support and the support of people like Noel Casey, you know, and people in the media who get behind others and other musicians who get behind others. It's 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 so important. You'd really appreciate it yourself to try to throw out a bit of it too, like, you know. Yeah. Well, we're going to play the song finally after all the chat. $20 bill. People can find it on your Facebook page and also on your YouTube channel and encourage them to visit your website as well. Fiona Kennedy, as always, it's lovely to talk to you. And, you know, I'm just dreaming of the days when we're actually going to be able to come back and have people playing live in studio and gigging and just sharing. Definitely. Sharing. Bring it on. Exactly. Thanks, Fiona. Elmarie, thank you so much. Thanks a million. Some people die for honor Some people die for love Some people die while singing To the heavens above Some people die believing In the cross on Calvary's hill Some people die in the blink of an eye For a twenty-dollar bill Some people go out in glory Yeah, with the wind at their back Some get to tell their own story their own epitaph Sometimes you see it coming Sometimes you don't know until You've run out of breath With a knee on your neck For a twenty dollar bill our communion It's time to break the bread Do this in remembrance Just like the good book said Sometimes the wine is a sacrament Sometimes the blood is just spilled And sometimes the love the devil's last straw The future unfulfilled Like the dream they kill For a twenty dollar bill